Hello. Hi, how are you, Maddie? I'm all right. How are you? Good. Are you excited for our first episode of I Love You to the Moon and Saturn? I am. I actually really am. I think we should let the viewers know what the theme of this first episode is. Do you want to let them know? I do. It took a while for us to think of a theme, but every time we tried to record these, we kept coming back to uh, 2012 Tumblr um, because we were those kids and we were on that (laughs) website and we constantly talk about it. So why not just go through the Tumblr account heritageposts.com and just scroll through and scream at a bunch of posts that we remember reblogging. And some that we're happy that we didn't reblog. Oh, there's so many. There's really so many. There's a lot of one-star posts. I don't know if anybody remembers that huge fad that was going on with the one-star and everybody being in love with him. And I'm happy to say I never reblogged any of those posts. I wasn't aware that this was like a sensation until a couple of, I would say maybe a year ago or a couple of months ago, really. Me too. I'm so happy that I, like, I remember it happening vaguely. No shade to anyone who was sucked into that, but looking back at it now. It's a lot. There was a lot of not safe for work content that was censored around this fictional man. But then that goes back to what we were talking about before we started recording this. There was just a lot of not safe for work content in general. And most of it, I don't remember. And it's funny because I don't think I ever realized how much of it there was. That's the thing is, like, when I think about 2012 Tumblr, I don't think about that at all. Like, I know it was there, but I think we were so little that we never interacted with it anyway. So it was kind of just, like, another thing that we scrolled past. Yeah, and it's weird as well. There was a lot of it that was based off of animated creatures. (laughs) Or not creatures, like animated cartoons. Yeah. And I think that's honestly not as bad as the ones that were about real actual people. Like, I remember there was a lot of, like, Dan and Phil not safe for work drawings or being made. Or fan fictions, even. And fanfics, yeah. I feel like it's weird to think that we were there for when those things were being made. And I don't know if any of the celebrities that you stand at that time had to pull out a sort of poster, a message, a video, whatever it is, telling people to knock it off. Because I was a very big, I was a very avid One Direction fan. And I remember the boys having to make posts or having to speak out about this just because it got to a point where it was too much. And they didn't like people speculating about them or their sexuality, which in general is an issue. But I think at that point, it was so prevalent especially on tumblr and it that form of activism never really went past that it was more like oh these people are cute um that's why they should have rights like it was never it was very surface level it just it was a moment i'm glad we've all grown out of that and have moved towards better things it was a lot of fetishizing your people it (laughs) was that's literally what it was it was really bad and then other things that happen on Tumblr a lot besides this, do you remember those text posts where it was just fake? Like, everything they were saying was fake. Like, it was like, oh, Maddie, I went to the supermarket today, and this man came up to me, and I turned around, and it was Benedict Cumberpatch. 
And I told him, I love you. And he said, no, Jesse, I love you. And everybody around us clapped. Yeah. Or like I went up to him at a store. He just randomly appeared. And he said, I like your shoelaces. And he, and then I screamed. Like, it was very, it was so fake. But I remember at the time reblogging those and being like, this is how people talk. Like, this is how I should talk. This is how, like, this is how you did. <laughs> this is, is how, how we talked, yeah. Not only that, do you remember, and I feel like this is a core memory to me, but there was a poster of the Joker movie. And... They, the caption was Joker without makeup and somebody in the comments replied and was like this is so disrespectful like this is a war veteran why are you making fun of them and there were like a list of people agreeing with that person being like why would you make fun of them like I can't believe you post this like that is a beautiful person like they mm-hmm. obviously suffered a lot like and then it was it, it was literally a picture of the joker movie yeah i didn't remember it until you said the comments and then i was like yeah i've seen that horrible because that would happen a lot like people would not do the research and that's still an issue nowadays don't get me wrong but back then nobody nobody would ever research anything they would do their best to be activists to be seen in like a positive light of oh my god these people are so great let's clap for them because they're doing the best like Mm -hmm. they're defending these people yeah they wouldn't do any research about it so like situations like that that's the one that's most prevalent in my memory but Mm -hmm. I feel like it happened so much there are so many fake ones like I'm looking through this tumblr right now and I just found one that says today in Spanish class I heard one girl talking about tumblr she must be a hipster blog because she said Tumblr is all about Starbucks, beautiful quotes, and pretty people. And she said, and I quote, I don't think it's a quote. There is a whole other side to Tumblr called fandoms, but they scare me. And they are very possessive over a blue box and some other stuff. And then I noticed I was wearing my TARDIS shirt. She was staring at me for the rest of the class. Like, there's no way that happened. But I definitely reblogged that and was like, that could happen to me. Did I own a TARDIS shirt? No. But, like, did I think that that was, like fun quirky thing that could possibly happen the thing is is whenever I wore merch during that time I was like people better not talk to me like that's so embarrassing <laughs> like I wore it but I was like don't ask me who they are <laughs> like, I don't want to talk to you like just look at me if you understand what I'm wearing but you can't like ask me I remember so vividly now that you mentioned that like just I used to own a Doctor Who shirt and it was one that said bow ties are cool or, like, it was something like that. It was either about bow ties or it was about, oh, no. What was another thing that was, like, quirky for Doctor Who? It was something as cool. I'm pretty um, sure. It was, was it, like, fish fingers and custard or something like that? Or wasn't it, like, fezzes were also cool? Yeah, fezzes were also cool. But I think it was – I'm going to look this up. So if you hear me typing, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure it was, like, either bow ties or fezzes are cool. And I remember – just feeling so confident oh I found the exact shirt that it was Maddie I'm gonna send that out to you so that you can so I can post it it. oh gosh I know let me see this oh it's the bow ties are yeah (gasps) this was iconic I had a feeling of superiority like I thought I was so cool I thought that I was the best I would have been that girl in that text post that would have been me. 
I know. I was not brave enough to wear a Doctor Who shirt to middle school. I always forget that you were into that show. Because it's weird because we met in 2015. So we met towards the end of sort of that Tumblr era. We did meet on Tumblr. Um, Of course we did. Of course we did. We would never tell anyone except for this podcast. But of course we did. Um, But we didn't know. with a Disney show. I'm not going to say which one. Just because that's a little bit too embarrassing. That's too real. Like, who's going to listen to those? I don't know. Um, no. They'll probably know. I know. We we didn't know each other in 2012. Or so did it's, we? Or did we? We probably reblogged the same exact things. But it's weird, like, seeing what each other were into in 2012. Because there's so much overlap. And also so many sure. things that I probably found gross. Or, like, was, like... I thought was cringy in 2012. Like One Direction. Like One Direction. Like I was a big anti One Direction fan. I was an anti-directioner. No reason. No reason at all. I don't care about them anymore. But like when I was 12, I was like, I'm not like other girls. I don't like One Direction. Their music is good. I think I just didn't want to be associated with a boy band. Now that you say that, were you by any chance a fan of just girly things? I loved just girly things. I love them so much. There's nothing quite like that anymore because now we really took them serious in 2012. But it's like now, like stock image of someone with like two things of text over it, like reading a book, just girly things. Like it's so funny now. But like at the time I was like, yeah, like that's relatable. You're like, that's me. I was like, that's literally me. I'm going to reblog it and like save the photo. And would you, now that you say saving the picture, did you by any chance save text posts, like screenshots of it or anything of that sort so that you could show your friends? Yes. And so I could repeat text posts to people in real life. But also I had Pinterest at the time. So there was, I mean, everyone who's used Tumblr knows that the Tumblr app sucks and it's never loads and it's horrible. It always has been. But I remember in like 2013, um, I didn't have a computer for about a year. So I couldn't really go on the website. Um, So I remember I used to search Tumblr posts on Pinterest to like catch up, to just like get a daily dose of fake text posts. But it worked. But it worked. I got whatever fake story they were talking about that week. And you kept up with the trends. And I kept up with the trends. I think there is something so addicting about Tumblr. Like I could not go a day without it. I know. I think it was the superiority of being on that app because we were like 12 13 11 like young we were like nobody in my real life like knows like nobody can relate and I think everyone else on that app saying the same thing made it really it was like a bunch of us and we were all like children like now that I think about it like the main demographic of Tumblr in 2012 were kids we're literally (laughs) I mean, any adult on the website, I I don't remember you whatsoever, <laughs> but, but it was just like this lawless place where you really could post anything and you could say anything and there was no one really saying like, oh, you shouldn't do that. Like it was very much a child, not preteen, I'm going to say, ran type of, of situation. Yeah. Because whenever you saw like older people on that app, like, there was a we thought they were old. We thought yeah. 20 was old. We thought like 16 was old. <laughs> yeah. Like there was such a stark difference, especially in the spaces we were in, I, I would assume. 
because we weren't like in the like hipster like photography like like when people say tumblr 2014 and they post like american apparel and stuff like that i wasn't on that side <laughs> unfortunately but i wish we were i, I know, me too. Been, I, know I think it would have been way chiller chiller but then also i know all of the um sort of problems people have with that era and i'm like would i really want him to have been exposed to that but then it's yeah. like was the fandom aspects even better i don't think so i think they were both equally toxic do you by any chance do you remember and this is sort of off topic but i i, I went to heritage post and i clicked on 2009 and apparently tumblr had a ranking system i don't remember this at all i think i joined in 2011 <laughs> I don't know. I I feel like I there's like some post here that I vaguely remember, but I'm not entirely sure if I remember them because I saw them later on or because I was there for that moment. That's what I feel scrolling through a lot of these. Like some of them, I'm like, do I know this because I was there in the moment or do I know it because someone brought it up later or someone said it in some sort of media or something like that? Or if it just seems like such a tumblr thing that now i just look at it i'm like yeah i believe that 100 now i'm going through tumblr 2010 and I, this seems a little bit more relatable i can already start seeing the remnants of what doctor who was showing up yeah but i also see a lot of memes where i'm pretty sure i consumed them on facebook instead like there's a lot of um what are they called? Rage comics? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of rage comics on there. And there's a lot of people complaining about Facebook promoting Tumblr, which I don't remember. I don't remember either. I just remember when Tumblr was bought by Yahoo. Oh, yeah. Cause because I hated that. Yeah, because that was like peak time that we were probably on that website was when that happened. Yeah. I think we were already like older at that point. So we were already mature. Well, I wouldn't say mature. <laughs> no, I don't think I would. Older, so we were, like, aware of what Tumblr was for us. We had a good grip on That's true. And we, I mean, it's so weird to think about because I was really on that website for maybe, like, seven years or something like that or six. Um, and I know that you still go on it occasionally. I, know I do still have my Tumblr. I rarely use it, but I noticed that a lot of it is very similar to when we last used it and we were last, like, big fans of it. The only thing I would say is that fandoms aren't as big as they were before. Because before, fandoms used to take up the entire dashboard. It's not like that anymore, and that's weird. That is weird, because I think so many people migrated. Or just, like, grew up. <laughs> I don't know. Because I tried remaking a Tumblr recently. And I made it. And I was, like, excited about it. And then I just sort of was, like, eh. Like, I didn't really care anymore, in a sense. Um, and also, I was, like, I don't know what I'm going to reblog, like, anymore. Like, at least in 2012, I sort of knew what I was interested in. And I was, like, I don't know. <laughs> it was easier to find because you knew what you wanted. Yeah. And now, and I also followed so many people at that point. And, like, going from that to zero, following zero people, it's like, I don't, I don't do know what to remember, do. I, this is off topic, but I'm scrolling now through 2011. Do you remember there used to be a big trend of making Disney princesses, Disney girls into, like, 
hipsters like they would put tattoos on them piercings yeah I do because I did that to real people too it goes hand in hand with the flower crown aesthetic where people would take real people and put flower crowns on them yeah Um, we both own flower crowns we (laughs) yeah I I remember flower crowns were like the one thing that I was like I need 50 of these and honestly still today if it's a good flower crown hell yeah I want it yeah, if it doesn't make me look like 2014 Tumblr and instead makes me look like very cottagecore, very like um, <laughs> fairy, I will wear it. But if if it if I put it on and it reminds me of like those edits, <laughs> I'm so not wearing it. Because this is now, I, I guess what we are now is Tumblr hipster. Yeah. Which honestly, like the thing is, is when I think about it, if I would have been older than 12 when I first started Tumblr, I would have been on the hipster side. I think so. Because I think I'm so much more interested in that sort of aesthetic now. Yeah, Um, you would have gone for very hipster, fairy type of, like you said earlier, cottagecore. It's crazy how much that changes. I think like it's also, a lot of the content that we enjoyed during 2012 was very much eradicated like there's no more supernatural doctor who is still there but it's not it's not as celebrated like i'll be the first to admit i still watch it um and i still enjoy it but i don't think for me any of that like core fandoms don't have the same enjoyment to me anymore plus a lot of them have been dead for so long it's like, who's going to talk about Sherlock in 2022 and, like, have a positive, like, take? No offense to anyone who has a positive take about Sherlock in 2022, but no one that I interact with does, and I, I honestly don't. Sort of finding what's, like, new media that we can sort of relate to in a way and, like, want to talk about for more than two seconds. Yeah. And I think we find those, but we find them for at least, like, one week. <laughs> we will stand that thing for a full week, and it'll be hard for standing. And then we're like, oh, okay. And we'll move on. I know. I know. Because I do that all the time. But I think it goes with, like, this is sort of off topic, but, like, the sort of binging culture we have now. Because when, in 2012, binging wasn't really a thing. Like, I remember I did, when I started Doctor Who, I did, like, binge every episode. But, like, it wasn't easy and it wasn't as accessible as it is now. And I think people get over things far faster just because everything's released at once. So that also might be a part of it. It also just must might be us being, like, older. Like, we have jobs. You know what I mean? Yeah. It could just be us maturing. And I think that's sort of the worst part of it. Because I sort of do miss Tumblr 2012. Don't get me wrong. It had its lot of bad moments and it and like looking back on it it wasn't all perfect but there was something about it that feels so nostalgic feels like something that I miss so incredibly and that I wish I could get back right now I the things that I posted on the internet like I literally did not have a care in the world and now I'm like so particular about everything which is why this podcast is kind of hard in a way because I'm like I I like curate everything that I post online um so I think it's also that because we're not used to doing that anymore 
Right, because we want everything to be perfect. I know. I want everything to match any aesthetic at what given point I feel. I want it to reflect everything that I think. And it's, I feel like when I was 12, I didn't do that. I was just like, I'm going to post. I'm going to post. And I'm not going to care who reads it. Like, I'm just going to, like, rant about things and say whatever. And And it's weird because, like I said, we think it's so relevant that at the time when we were on Tumblr, there was something about being older that we were like, no, like, once we get older, we can't, we can't return to Tumblr. Like, it's going to be outdated like it's impossible for us to do because that was very much the narrative that was like you get worried get off tumblr like you're too old once you turn 20 once you turn 18 17 i know that that was a conversation on twitter a lot um because when i stopped using tumblr i migrated to twitter for a while and and you still are i i literally just have a personal account and that's it but i do sometimes tweet and like things as if i'm still have a stand twitter but yeah, like carmilla things were things that are somewhat like more you more you bring up carmilla in our first podcast episode the most niche thing well Please, if anyone listens and watched carmilla my guilty pleasure for the past seven years no one changed my life <laughs> no I, I feel like that silence right there was you trying to decide if you wanted to even enjoy it watching it like, if like, I wanted to be like I love it or if I wanted to be like it's it's okay. it's a part of its time no I feel both things <laughs> I rewatch it every year I have I'm not gonna not admit that but no I it's also weird because in that same vein I feel like I wouldn't be the person that I am if I didn't have a Tumblr because there's so many things about myself that I'm like, I I wouldn't have been exposed to or wouldn't know. And right. I'm grateful for that. I mean, there are bad parts of the website, but I'm like, at least, you know, I know who I am as a person. Not to go back to Carmilla, but I found out about that web series because of Tumblr. Really? <laughs> because it flooded my dashboard um, one day because all, all the people I followed had discovered it at the same time and it was just constant gift sets and like two episodes were out and I was like wow they're like five minute episodes I'm gonna watch it and for somebody who has a short attention span (laughs) well it was and then you made me get into it and we watched we watched watched it together series and we watched the movie I didn't make you get into it I like retweeted or posted something about it and you said, what's this? Let's watch it together. And I said, okay. And then we binged it. I don't remember it happening like that. <laughs> I do. But, 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 I will, I, I'll, I'll agree with that. Like, sure. Like, sure. I didn't go up to you one day and DM you and were like, watch Carmela with me. You probably did. I did not. I you did probably, not. Like, you saw me reblog something and be like, huh. I went to this and you were like, hey, I'll watch it with you. And I low-key still want to buy the book. You know what? You mean the original book or like the book that was based off of the web series? I have the original book, but I want like the book that's based off. I know, me too. The, the movie or whatever. I know. I always think about buying it. Like there's always a part of me, but I already own the original book and I feel like that's nerdy enough. 
the fact it's that not I own. Carmilla isn't the same as the one that we watched, if that makes sense. You mean the original? Yeah, it's totally not the same. It's a classic. It's a classic. It's Dracula before Dracula. I, is it before Dracula? I think so. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it is. I think it was written before. We should have known this. I think I knew this. Did I think you? I was like, I think I did. Listen, I consumed a lot of a lot of that content when I was 13. I think what's so interesting, I mean, I don't think we're in fandoms as much as we were um, at the time, but I think just the sense of community that those spaces brought when we were like sort of lonely middle school kids is something that I am grateful for. Um, as cringy as it sort of can be, um, I like I met that, and I think that's enough for it to not be completely all bad. <laughs> like there is something so uniting about it, about like having been on that hell site <laughs> and having enjoyed Carmilla and going through this Doctor Who and Supernatural, and even Sherlock. Isn't that your stomach? That, did you hear my stomach? (laughs) Okay, cut this out. That's so humiliating. Well, guys, I guess we have to end this podcast because Maddie's telling her to get food. Liz, I ate. I literally did. I'm gonna scream. This happens every single time. But no, listen, yes. <laughs> Not to get off topic. I don't even know if we're going to keep this in. Like yesterday at work, my stomach was so loud. And it was so humiliating. <laughs> and the whole time, I, whenever my stomach like acts up, I can always hear Yessie's voice in the back of my head. Like, dragging me for it and being like, eat something. Like, your stomach is so... <laughs> I... Humiliating. Embarrassing. And as it should be.